0: So, we are starting the Yeruchah for this week, um, which is the last week of what we are. Uh, there you are, Ellie, okay. Um, the last week of this, um, this booklet, which is Geneva's Das. Uh, the last two weeks has been Geneva's Das, last week and this week. And we're starting Chaylik Bays, and we're starting on page 54. And we're going to talk about, and again, the Shiurim for chaydesh, uh, uh Kislav in the Shul, sponsored by Nochem Langsner and local biz guru Nishmas, my mother Irene Kapars Mishkova. So this week this week we're going to talk about um, marketing techniques misleading or unfair marketing techniques which don't go into the realm of geneva we're not talking about where you misled a person and because of that there was a loss of money that's a real geneva if you're selling an old jalopy car and you uh, paint it up and you pass it off it's a brand new car but you happen to know oh, transmissions going and the engines going and the tires needs new tires that's not geneva's dad. that's geneva that's the guy who thinks he's buying a new car and he's getting he's getting junk we're talking about there's no geneva issues, there's no monetary issues, but the end of the day it's taking advantage misrepresenting it goes into this genevas, das uh, thing, so let us look on page 54 which is the Gemara in Bovimitzia a Mishnah all the way in the bottom line there, Mishnah Nuntes and we'll go on to the next page So the Mishnah says a number, a number of different halachas um, about uh, um, sales This is a case where you're selling produce. Perus over here doesn't mean literally fruits. It means like grains and things like that. And you're selling them, and the person wants to buy let's say chadashim, newer ones. Now usually, as we'll see in the next case, that older, dried-out grain is better when you want to mill it into flour, because once it's dried out, it mills better. But here we're saying a person um, wants to buy even chadashim, which is not as good, but he's, wants to, uh, he wants to buy it, assuming that it's coming from a certain field. From Sada ployni, Rashi says, and this is what you told him. You told him, I'm selling grain from soda ployni. Um, and now you want to mix in from a different soda too. So, Ain Marvin in Paris with Paris. Now, in this case, again, there's no, not going to be a loss of money. Everything is the same, but the guy wanted a certain produce and you cannot mix um, another produce with it. Even Chadoshim be Chadoshim, there's no real difference. Continues the Mishnah on the top of Sama HaMadah, the next page. Of course, you can't mix old and new. This is where the guy wants old produce because it's already dried out and he wants to make it into flour. So, of course, if you're going to mix the new stuff, that's already changing what the guy, the, the uh, the whole sale... Right? The first case was chadashim mi chadashim. There's no real difference except that the guy specifically wanted from a certain field. Here he wants old stuff. Of course you can't mix new stuff in it. That could be even a mekach tois. That could be a total mistake in sale. Be'emes amru, the Mishnah says Be'emes, whenever it says Be'emes, it means that that's the halacha. Be'emes amru, be'yayin hitiru le'arev koshe berach mipnei shehu mashbichay um, There's something called... Uh, there's something called uh, strong wine and mild wine. So when it came, comes to wine, they were, You're allowed to um, mix into mild wine some stronger wine. Because it actually makes the wine better. Somehow when you mix in the stronger wine, um, it, it improves the... It improves... Um, the wine, um, because I guess it gets a little stronger too. What? It makes it gives it gives the the, the lighter wine a, more of a thickness to it. But I think less of a thickness because I think very No, but here is here here you mix the 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 stronger one is being mashbiach, the other one. It's the opposite, right? It's not diluting it. It's being mashbiach. The, 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 uh, the lighter wine. So therefore, so actually you're making it better for him. You're making it better for him. Okay. You're not allowed to mix in the sediments of wine into wine. Which means to say when you sell wine, there's sediments in it. So if it's the sediments of the wine you're selling, that's the package deal. That comes along with it. But if you want to mix in other sediments, let's say you have wine that has been diluted for, or uh, sifted from its sediments, but La Maisa, at the end of the day, you have a right to sell wine with some sediments in it. So why should you lose out by having to sell a full bucket of wine because it's pure wine? I'll throw in some sediments which I'm allowed and that you're not allowed to do. <coughs> because when a guy buys a wine, he wants to buy either the wine as is, with its sediments, and if not, he's buying wine without sediments. But to throw in sediments from another wine, that you can't do. So let's say you have your wine and it got diluted with water. Again, the olden days, the like Reb said, the wine was very, very thick. And therefore, you had to dilute it before you drink it. Mizigas ha we find that all over in, 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 in Mishnayis, you dilute the kais. So, um, so you got water in your, in your wine, now you're going to go sell it in your store, like cup by cup, right? So the people who are buying it, they don't realize that there's already water in here. So they think they're buying a cup of undiluted wine. So therefore, you're not allowed to sell it to Kein You must inform every single buyer that, by the way, the wine already has some water in it. idea. That's when you sell it in your store to regular customers. But let's say you're going to sell it to a retailer. You're a wholesaler. You sell it to a retailer, to the tagar. And you tell him. By the way, some some waters in there. You cannot. You still can't sell it to him. He's not going to go pass on them information. He's going to sell it as regular wine. And therefore, you're not allowed to sell it to him because you know that he's not going to um, tell anyone, and he's going to use it to trick people to sell it off as pure wine. Okay. Now let's say the minig of the place, the custom of the place, is too, already for the seller to dilute it with wine. So that means anybody who buys it already knows that they're getting wine with water in it. So that of course is okay. You don't have to tell them because it goes without saying. Okay, another halacha about selling things. HaTagar. Noito mehei This is, um, uh, okay, so Atager is a, a, a wholesaler, um, and he takes noito mehegranoiz, the l'soich uh, megurachas. Mm-hmm. So he buys from different granaries, and he puts it all in one big silo. Now, there's no problem with this, or, or it's by wine presses. He buys from five different wine presses and he puts it into one cask. And the reason is here is because everyone knows that this guy as a wholesaler goes around to different suppliers and gets grain. So even though he doesn't have to keep them separate. When you buy from him, you know that he's getting from different places. So he just buys it, puts it into one big silo and he sells it. As long as he doesn't have kavana to mix it. What does that mean to mix it? Look at Rashi. If you look at Rashi, um, it's right before the Gemara. Um, it's about, um, I don't know, like 15 lines down in the, in the skinny lines over there. Um, three lines before the Gemara, Rashi says, what does it mean, you can mix it without having kavana to mix it? What does that mean? So Rashi says, what it means to say is, you want to put out a message. Everyone knows that you buy your grain and most of your grain comes from this specific place that has good stuff but what you want to do is listen, the majority of your produce comes from a good place and everyone knows we go to this guy because he's got good stuff so you say to yourself what do I need that I should give them all good stuff as long as the majority is good and I'll just take some of the stuff from not such good quality and mix it in now What's the problem? The problem is that the way I advertise or the way that people know me, they know me that I have the good stuff. And meanwhile I'm mixing in some stuff which is not as good quality. It's not bad stuff, but it's not as good quality. That's Shalei Gavin Lahare. When I don't put out any messages, advertising of what I'm selling, everybody knows I get from different places. So that's okay. I put it all together in one big silo. I could sell it. There's, I'm not tricking anybody. But over here the pshat is: everybody knows I get from one place. And that's the good stuff. And I want to mix in some not-so-great stuff. Now again, I may not be charging for 100% good stuff. I'm not cheating anybody. There's no geneva here. It's a misrepresentation of what they're getting. They're getting their money's worth because I'm charging them for 80% of the $100 stuff and the other 20% is the $80 stuff. So I'm, only char- I'm charging them appropriately. I don't tell them that. I just tell them this is what you get. This is how, how much it costs. But that, So that's what it means, Shalai skavin la so these are some of the halachas of misrepresentation. Now some of these are actually, um, uh, you know, gnevas like selling off wine with water as wine. And some of these are just misrepresentations. Now let's go down to the bottom of this Amma um, to the next Mishnah. Some other halachas of sales. Rabbi Yehuda Aymer, this is a very interesting machlekas tanoim. Rabbi Yehuda says, Lo Rabbi Yudha says, if you have a store, and you have a competition in town, you're a grocery store, and he's a grocery store. So you want people to come into your grocery store. So what do you do? So you give out candies to the kids at the front door. Right? Put a big clown in the front, and all the kids hack their mother to come get the candy. Once they're there, they buy your stuff. So Rabbi Yehuda says that's unfair business practice. That's not competition. It's not competition. You're unfairly bringing in customers you know, if you are bringing them in because you have good produce and you have a way to entice them, okay, that's competition. Competition is healthy. He has a good grocery store, you have a good grocery store. But you don't. your job is not to sell candies. It's not, you're, not a, you're not a circus to have a clown in your thing. So what do you have a clown there for? It's just a way of getting people in the door. Rabbi Udall, that's not okay. But the chachamim and the chachamim They say it's okay. And the Gemara, which we don't have here in this, oh, we do have in the Gemara, the Gemara, which is the second last line. The Gemara says what's pshat? Because the Gemara says you could say, listen, I give out uh, nuts, so you give out uh, prunes or something. I don't know. You know, you could also do the same thing. I'm giving out candies, so you give out stirpies, right? It's not unfair business practice because just like I could do it, you could do it. So that's not that's okay. That's the chachamim halt <laughs> So let's see, so let's see. That's the next case. You cannot um, undercut the market price. Meaning you can't do some extreme sale under market value, says the Tanaka because again, that is not fair business practice. Um, Again, you're you're enticing people to come in with unfair competition. But the chachamim say no. What do you mean? If you sell for cheaper, it's going to bring down the whole market price. That's good for customers. That's good for the people. Now, in every situation, there's two halves here. There's looking at the store owners and looking at their competition. Am I taking away his parnasa? And then there's looking at what's good for the people. The people who are the consumers, we have to look out for them as well. So the Chachamim says, Zacher L'tayv, what do you mean? If he's able to bring down the entire market value, that's great, that's great for the customers. Okay. Next case. Lo Yavur Es Hagrisim Divrei Abashol. This is referring to you have some type of uh, beans, and what happens is that... Um, let see how, they, how they, exactly they say the words here. Lo Yavur Es Hagrisim... Right, so um, a lot of times there's like um, when you crush the beans, so you have like the, uh, the shells and the stuff that are still mixed in a little bit. So you want to uh, sift them out. You want to sift them out. So Abba says you can't do that. Um, and Rashi says the reason is because what happens is as follows. When you sift out all of the shells and the peels and the stuff like that, the beans look beautiful. They're shiny, they're nice. When you have all the stuff mixed in, they don't look as good. Okay, now you're going to charge more for that. But you're not just going to charge more, says Abishal. You're actually... Listen, if it takes you... If there's labor in taking, sifting it out, you could charge for your labor. But the amount of money you're going to charge because of the appearance of how good it looks is going to be so much more than it costs you to actually sift it out. That's not fair. So, so this is more of a geneva type of issue. Because... Or a cheating... I don't know it's a geneva, like, I know, like a cheating type of issue here... Because it's not just that you took out the, the what's it called, the uh, the, the peels, and you sifted it out, but actually the whole appearance looks like an, an appearance as you could charge for appearance. People like to buy when things are shiny and new and exciting. People pay more money for that, right? So they're going to pay for that. So Abishol says, listen, you're going to be able to charge much more than the cost of your labor. That's not fair. And you can't do that. And the Chachamim say that it's muter, and the Rashi says, Mm Mepharsh and let me just see exactly what the Gemara says, Um, why the Chachamim are matirim, because the Chachamim say, listen, you're not doing anything wrong here. The Chachamim say, it's a dover hanira. Everyone sees it's sifted. Everyone sees how beautiful it looks. People pay for beauty. They're willing to pay for that. That's normal. If people are willing to pay for that, you're not cheating anybody. What are you cheating? That's the Chachamim. Umaydin, but this is us. they all agree you have a full bucket full of, of uh, crushed beans full of all the garbage. So you say to yourself, I'm just gonna sift off the top layer so that when people look at it they say, oh this must be sifted stuff right and then they're going to just take out a you know a shovel full not realizing that the stuff underneath is not sifted now again you're not stealing from them because you're not charging for sifted stuff you're charging for not sifted stuff but you are um, you are misrepresenting the product and getting them to buy the product with a misrepresentation because they right away zero in on it because the top looks good, you know. Let's say you're selling produce and you have some, uh, some for Hakta apples and, and some that are a little brown and this and that, right? And you're selling them, but on the top, you put all the nice beautiful stuff over there. All beautiful. So people will and they just take it, right? So you're misrepresenting. That's kagoynev eso ayin. You're stealing the eye. Okay. And the last case is, Another very interesting halacha. You're not allowed to spruce up. Spruce is the word? right? Spruce, right? Spruce up a person, which the Gemara is going to say is an avid kanani. And we'll talk about this on Wednesday, how this applies to people uh, making themselves look pretty and nice for different situations, but there's talking about an Evid Kanani, you want to sell him, so you're gonna you know he he's a little he's an older Evid right he's got a white beard, so you're gonna dye his beard a little bit a' look a little younger. The uh, Bahama, same thing with animals animals you're gonna go and shine it up and put all this stuff on, and really, it's a little uh ge-clopter thing, and we'll have to see we'll see we're gonna see next time the godhararum of this last thing Veassa kalim, and the same thing you have a used car, you decide to give it a whole new paint job and look make it look brand new so um so uh you know, so a person doesn't realize he thinks he's getting some shiny, fancy new thing. Again, even if you're not charging him for it, but it's misleading. These are all mis- misrepresentations of these are misrepresentations of uh, of what you're selling. So here are two mishnayos here in and of Metziah, which talk about, um, or at least in some of the cases, talk about marketing techniques. And misrepresenting or giving an illusion, misleading on different things. And we also talked about aggressive marketing. A guy who's giving out candies. Or a guy who's trying to cut the market. So that's, that's also not so simple. Now let's do one more stickle for tonight. I know we started late, so we'll do one more stickle And then um, we'll finish off um, on Wednesday night talking about the sprucing up of people and things like that. But on page 56... Um, there's a Pisrechuva here. And the Pisrechuva is a very interesting case. If you look down, it's on the bottom there, the Pisrechuva. Um, and it's the last, uh, uh, the, I'm sorry, the, the last words in the first wide line. On the the, ice is, I guess, Ches it is. Yeah, and it's going back on. Where is this in the Shulchan Um. Let's see where the chess is. Uh, you see a chess up there? Unless it's on the page before and it's not in. This is what kufn and I might have second kufn above here. Yeah, well you don't have it here. I don't have it in this in the shagnar here also. So let's just look. So this is the case where you want to bring down the market value like the Mishnah said you want to you want to give an extreme sale so it says that the Ein uh, like the Chachamim said it's okay cuz it's going to bring down the market value that's okay so example i mean nowadays it's been years right now Walmart started of the whole trend where they have super mega stores, and because of the volume, they can lower their prices by thirty four percent. And a lot of Pop shops in the store. There. Yeah, so that's. But the, at the end of the day, if that's what the market value is, they might create the market value. Mm-hmm. See, we see in the olden days, the market value was very set, and a lot of times, as we'll see, actually in this Bishchei Chuva it might have been set by the government, mm-hmm. right? So you know, when you cut it down, the so so you know you were going against like a set thing. Um, nowadays it's, there's no real set market value to many things there's it like a, a, a very big range depending on people's expenses like you're saying, if you buy in bulk and you buy massive amounts in bulk so then you, you know, you're able to charge less if you have much more expenses, you charge more and this is game, a lot of halachas for example, the halach of o'ino of overcharging, undercharging a sixth a sixth of what? A sixth of the market value. But what is the market value? The market value is, you can't say to somebody, you know, you charged me a sixth more than they did in Walmart, and you cheated me. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm sorry, I have ten times more expenses than them. So the market value is, is a very wide range. So that's why the, the halacha of, oyna, of the sixth, and, and if it's more than a sixth, I can even back out, is very hard to, 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 to uh, apply nowadays because you could go online and you could find things for dirt cheap and the same thing for crazy expensive. right? It's, it's a, so, so nowadays it's very hard to, um, again, th- that's a different issue about you know, putting other people out of business if it's from people and things like that. that that's a different issue. But in the strict halacha of what the market value is, it's very hard to, to, to say that. So let's look over in the Pischetchuva. I am a Chuva Sadoini Avizikni Ponemirus. The Pischetchuva's grandfather was the Ponemiros, and he writes as follows. Arendish, Arendish is like a license. All you know, all those Hasidish and stories where the Jew owns the license for the from the parrots to you know f- to to sell his schnapps in the tavern. That's called Arendish, I guess in Polish, whatever language it is. is. Sheikh shneqvarim etchom There were two villages in the same area. Kole misar and there were two Jews, and each one got a license to have a tavern. v'sheicher bezul so, there was a set price for beer and for schnapps. And one Jew wants to sell it for cheaper. That's how he's going to get his customers. And the other guy says, It's causing him damages. Again, there's two villages. Each one really is the tavern for his village. The pshat is, but they know that in the other village it's cheaper, so they're going to travel to the other village to get the cheap schnapps. So the pot said, Even in a city or neighborhoods that are Jews, that in that case the buyers, the consumers who are Jews, will benefit with cheaper prices, Even so, even though the consumer will benefit, but the other sellers could be moicha. They could protest. Viraya, he brings a proof. Our Mishnah say, don't undercut. No, the Chachamim say... My time out the Rabbanon. So, what's the reasoning of the Rabbanon? Mishum because they change the benefits the uh, the set price, the share, the set price. Upirish Rashi, the oitri So we said this. We said what the pshat of Rabbanon is when everybody sees that he's selling it for less. So everybody's going to have to bring down the price. Everything, the whole market price is going to come down. So now, umida parach, my time of drabon, so says the Panamiras, if the Gemara had to ask why why were the Rabbon matter? <speaking in Hebrew> like we said before, there's always two things to take into account. There's the two competition people, and then there's the consumers. So says the Panamiris, if it's so pashut that consumers always win, so why did the Gemara ask my time at the Rabbanan? The consumer wins. My time at the, Rebbe, the consumer wins. He says, Hello mm-hmm. And that's why they even said a bracha because he's benefiting the consumer. You don't only look at the consumer, Say because you have to take into account the loss for the other competition. In this situation, the market price is not going to come down because it's been set by the Medina. So if the market price is not going to come down, like the Rabbanon said it will, but in this case it will not, so just for the reason that the consumers are going to have a cheaper price is not enough to cause a loss, to the other seller, and he says, "Like dina mm-hmm. So they had to come on the rabbanon and say, "No, it's not the pshat that that uh, there's a set market value. This is going to bring down the whole market value." This is only why you're selling grain and fruits. When they see that the, uh, when the people are storing the fruits, see that it's so much cheaper, so they're going to say, oh, we're going to get stuck with all this produce, they'll come right away, they'll they'll flood the market, and when they flood the market, supply and demand, the price is going to come down. But in this case, if I sell beer cheaper, the grain people aren't going to make their grain any cheaper. It does it's not going to go up the chain, uh, the food chain that way. It's not going to happen. So, so that's the first thing. The first thing is because it's not going to change the market value. Okay, number two he says, who are the purchasers here? Most of the purchasers were Goyim anyways. So you can't, hurt your Jewish competition mm. for the benefit of the Goyim, who are the consumers. So the Potom so the here is the saying a lot of here. Chidush number one is the consumer benefiting is not a given that that's matter everything. The only time the consumer benefits is if you're actually going to bring down the whole market. If you're going to bring down the whole market with you, so then even your competition is now going to be able to buy it for cheaper and sell it for cheaper. So therefore, you've, you haven't really caused him a loss because you're going to make the whole market change. So therefore, that's why the and say it's mutter. Stamazai that people should have cheaper prices is not enough. not enough to do it. Now, in this case of the schnapps, in the case of the, the beer, by just undercutting, you're not going to bring down the market price. All you're going to do is, you're, you're, you're cheaper, he still has to pay full price and sell it at full price, he's not going to sell it for cheaper, and he loses his customers. Now, then he's throwing in this last thing that even when we do look at the consumers, that's Jewish consumers. Goyesheh consumers, mechatesi. Who says you're allowed to hurt your friend who is in business for to just to benefit a guyisha a gayisha, um, consumer? Um, so that is uh, that's upon Amiris. and later on he brings a, a chsamsay for that is a similar shayla as well, and he also comes out that it's um, that it's uh, that it's Aser to do. Um, it comes out that it's usur to do, and he has other reasons why it's usur as well. So, that's where we'll stop here for today. And just this, we brought up now the idea that when it comes to marketing, even if there's no actual loss monetarily, misrepresenting, giving illusions, perhaps even giving incentives, according to one mandomer, giving out candies to get, we don't pass in that way, but you see already how far Chazal went in a person being honest in his marketing practices, and so much so that it's not always about the consumer getting the best price possible. It has to—you have to look at the entire picture of how this is going to benefit, benefit not only the consumer. How does it affect the competition as well? And these are just uh, a little bit of a of a picture of how Chazal wanted a person to deal with when it comes to. Um, when it comes to uh, advertising and marketing his product in the most honest of ways. We'll stop it for today. And Bez Hashem, we will continue Wednesday evening.